I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. G'day ladies and gents and welcome back to another edition of Supercoach Edge. And of course, we are back to review another match sim, and this time it was between my Melbourne Carlton up against Geelong at Icon Park. And uh, it was good to see a first hit out for my mob. Unfortunately, didn't get the win, but uh, just, you know, opportunity to um, blow off the cobwebs, as it were. Um, and just was good to see some of the uh, the new players in action. But uh, before we delve into uh, all things stats and analysis, shout out as well to AFL Central, who, if you don't know, he's the absolute legend who's been collating all the data, all the stats for these match sims. Uh, and for this game in particular, the Geelong and Carlton, I actually helped him out and went in and, as I was watching the game, took some notes in terms of the stats uh, as I watched. And um, so what I'll show you on screen in a moment will uh, be all my handiwork. But uh, what I will pop up now is some CBAs and kicking numbers, which I didn't take because I know the good crew over at Code Sports slash Herald Sun have been putting together those uh, those raw stats. So I'll start off with that. Uh, just give a bit of context in terms of where guys were playing. So in terms of Carlton for kick-ins, uh, no surprise here. I didn't take any stats, but I did notice that McGovern had the most. And as you can see here, he had the six kick-ins. Uh, Jordan Boyd with three, Nick Newman with two, and Adam Saad with one. For Geelong, um, again, not many kick-ins uh, in terms of behinds or you know kicks out of the full, which there was a couple, uh, one from Harry and one from Charlie as well. Um, probably another one as well, but uh, Tom Stewart had the most with three, Mitch Duncan with two, College Ashney with one, and Maxi Holmes also with one. In terms of CBAs, uh, this provides obviously a bit of context around who was playing through the middle, and uh, no surprise here, because uh, it does line up with my stats, as you'll see in a moment. Tanner Bruin, uh, 13 CBAs, the most for the Cats, followed by Tom Atkins, Jack Bowes with 11, Conway with 10, 
So as you can see here in the notes, they've written that um, he was rotating with Reece Stanley, which he was, uh, and also Blitzarves as well, which they haven't listed there. But Conway, 10 at CBAs, Jai Clark with 9, Dangerfield with 7, uh, and he was, of course, rested, as you can see there in the first quarter. Uh, Stanley with 5, um, Max Holmes with 3, Shannon Neal with 2 as a relief Ruckman, and Cam Guthrie with 1, which was virtually his only um, foray into the middle and through the game because he got injured 15 seconds into the actual game itself. He took a kick. I think it was the first clearance, got the ball, kicked it, and did his quad. So we don't know the full extent to that injury. Uh, so we're still waiting to hear back from the Cats as to what the scans reveal. But uh, for those people that were eyeing off Cam Guthrie, um, yeah, you're going to have to look elsewhere. And I was already weary of him given his injury history, but you know, off the back of this, not touching him um, even in season. So for Carlton, let's move to them. Uh, Tom DeConning with 15. So he shot at the ruck for the entire day. Looked pretty impressive. I won't go into too much detail as yet because um, I don't I don't want to ruin my analysis. But 15 CBAs for him. Georgie Hewitt, 13. Cripper, 12. Doherty, 11. Which I'll uh, flick across in a moment to another article that I read off the back of, um, I guess, you know, post-match. Uh, chats and interviews and everything else, articles that were written up. And Doherty actually mentions that he's going to be playing predominantly in the midfield this season, pretty much full-time midfield, which is quite surprising. Um, but there we go. Um, I'll flick across that in a moment. Uh, Adam Sherrill with nine, Hollands with four, McKay with three, uh, Carroll with three, as you can see there, he came on late. I think he only played the last quarter, if that. Uh, Cunningham with one and Fogarty also with one. So let's look across to what I was referencing there from Doherty. And there's an article here just about, I guess, in terms of his role now as being a leader. Um, and he's actually switching between, um, I guess, in the midfield and wing uh, with Ollie Hollands. And he mentions that in this article here, which is available on Carlton's website. But um, he says there, as quoted, you can see here, the majority of my footy will be in the midfield this year, being able to give the team different looks from a structure point of view. That's what we're adding into our game. Uh, just saying that he's reinvigorated um, towards the back end of last year, playing through the middle, all that sort of stuff. So uh, looks as though that is his new home, which is very interesting. And I think if Sammy Walsh doesn't get up for the season opener in round zero, and maybe round one, um, that's even more reason that we're going to see Doherty through the middle. But um, I also will flick across to, this is another article, of course, on Carlton's website. I'll discuss all the defenders, of course, as well, and how they perform for Carlton. But we must remember that Zach Williams wasn't playing. And there is a little bit of a query, you may have seen it in the media, that uh, they're worried that Williams mightn't be available for round zero. And this is uh, Aaron Hamill, of course, one of the assistant coaches at Carlton. He was saying that, um, you know, how many markers you know, does he need to tick off? And he said, not too many. He's got to get through a couple more milestones physically with what he's doing. But he's had an excellent couple of months. We won't be in any rush with him. But when he's right and the high-performance team are comfortable with him ticking all the indicators, then we'll eject him into the game. He's not far away, Zach. So I think reading between the lines there, I think he will be available for the season opener. And to that point... I think the analysis that we can draw from the defenders and how they performed uh, in this game against the Cats um, might be diluted ever so slightly when Zach Williams comes back into the team. Albeit, you'd be thinking, though, they're going to be managing his load, especially early in the season, um, before he gets up to full fitness, uh, is Zachy Williams. So without further ado, let's flick across to my stats page, if it fits on screen. There we go. I can fit him in here. Here we go. 
Um, so starting from the top, the top, top, um, Nick Newman, very uh, relevant as well, considering I was just chatting about Zach Williams and the impact he may have coming back into the team. Um, so 21 disposals had the most for Carlton. Should preface this as well in terms of all these stats. You may be thinking, oh, they look relatively low, but keep in mind, this is a 38 degree day in Melbourne and uh, each of the four quarters was capped at 20 minutes with no time on. I think there was maybe a quarter there where the uh, the timekeeper fell asleep and it went to around about 23 minutes. Um, but yeah, by and large, they're all being capped at 20 minutes um, just so players weren't bloody melting on field. Uh, but Nick Newman, 21 disposals, as you can see there. A lot of run and carry type stuff with him. His role is exactly the same as we saw last year. Um, really rebounding off defense, even pushing up through the middle as well at various stages when the ball was in the uh, Carlton's front half. And yeah, looked pretty good by and large. But again, I am still worried about picking any of these Carlton defenders because I worry when Zach Williams comes back into the team, it's going to destabilize things, I think, because there are a lot of guys that are playing virtually the same role, being that, you know, running carry distributor off halfback. And that's Nick Newman. Boyd is another one. Adam Sard, of course. And then when Williams comes into the team, that is, I think, going to dilute the amount of uh, pie that gets shared around across defense for Carlton. So... That aside, anyway, uh, Nick Newman, he looked really good and, uh, yeah, racked up the pill at will. Uh, Adam Scherer, no surprise there. He had the second equal most uh, disposals for Carlton. He was arguably the most impactful through the middle. I thought he was anyway. Um, 19 disposals, three marks, three tackles, and, yeah, looked pretty, pretty elite. Um, just picking up where he left off last season um, in fine fiddle, and, uh, yeah, looked really good. But in terms of being a super coach pick, I don't think... So for him, uh, Paddy Cripps, 19 disposals also, um, a lot of handballs amongst that, as you can see, uh, five marks, one tackle and kicked a nice goal as well. But again, I, I don't think Cripper at his current price point is going to be any value. Um, so I probably won't talk about him at any real length there, but it did look good. Looked like he was in fine Nick. Uh, Jordan Boyd, as you can see there, spoke of him when I spoke of Newman, of course, being part of that halfback brigade. Uh, looked really good. His running carrier was really good. And I think Carlton really do like, and I've said this previously, they like the ball in his hands because his footwork is very, very silky. Um, that's a really, you know, I guess, strong part of his game. Um, and hence the reason why, you know, he took you know, a number of kick-ins as well in this game. And that, that kind of goes, links back to that point about Zach Williams is before Zach Williams, and you would have seen this when Liam and I chatted about it in the Defenders uh, Rookie Slash Value episode, when Zach Williams got injured back in 2022, prior to that, uh, the first three or four games of the season before he got injured, he was actually leading the amount of kick-ins for the team and part of the reason is obviously Zach Williams can use the ball quite well. Um, so when he comes back into the team, there might be less of, I guess, kick-ins to go around um, when he does enter into the team. So that aside, anyway, I think Boyd looked really good and no surprise there that he is uh, was among the best, the best for this game. Uh, Ollie Hollands, um, he was, I think, behind Shera, uh the most impressive um, 14 disposals, three marks, five tackles, and kicked an absolute ripping goal. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check out Carlton's uh, Twitter or X, because uh, from memory, I think it was O'Sullivan, the youngster for the Cats. Uh, Duncan kicked the ball to him. He was sort of on Carlton's half-forward line, fumbled the ball, 
went it went to ground. Uh, Ollie Hollands just came bursting through, picked up the ball at speed, um, brushed off O'Sullivan, uh, who tried to tackle him, and then kicked from 50. Beautiful goal. Um, and yeah, just absolutely fantastic. You can really see this guy stepping up. And I think part of the reason as well is that he's going to be given quite a few CBAs this season compared to previous years where he's kind of been groomed along the wing. He's got the endurance base now to run through the middle. And like that article that I flicked to before where Doherty was talking about, um, you know, I guess interchanging with, uh, with Hollands. He's talking about there, Hollands playing more time through the middle. Um, and that's sort of part of the reason why he's, switching his position with him. But yeah, really impressive. Uh, McGovern spoke about him, uh, took a bulk of the kick-ins. So um, that's pretty much the only thing of note for him. 14 kicks, zero handballs, five marks. Um, moving on to Acres, Yeah, not too bad. Had his, you know, trademark turnovers here or there, but, you know, by and large was very, very solid. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, Doherty spoke of him as well, 14 disposals. Um, Elijah Hollands on debut uh, looked actually really good, especially early on. Um, did really nice work on the half-forward line. A few kicks inside 50, hitting up targets. Uh, and I think he will be a very solid pickup for Carlton. Uh, Adam Saad spoke of him, took a, a few kick-ins as well. Not too bad. Run and dash, kind of, I think it was the second quarter and the fourth potentially where he kind of picked up a bit of speed. Really, really good. Uh, tackling work was really good as well, but he's run and dash, as we always know. His trademark looked really, really good. Fantasia on debut. Eh, passed off a, an easy gimme goal to um, Moyer uh, on debut, who kicked two goals. Um, I'll speak of him in a moment. But yeah, Fantasia, by and large, I don't think he is someone that you can really have any confidence in. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, with his, uh, his injury history, but also the role that he plays needs to rely on bags of goals to really score well enough from week to week. So, no, he's not in calculations, even at that higher price point. I think he's, what, 180-odd thereabouts. Um, I don't think he's going to be averaging enough to make enough bank um, to warrant selection. DeConing, as I said um, at the very start, he played full-time ruck, 26 hitouts, uh, looked really good, dominant in the ruck. Didn't do too much around the ground, as you can see here. Um, but, uh, yeah. He's not a super coach selection, I don't think, this year anyway, um, especially with Pitnet to come back into the team. Uh, and as I said, Ashton Moore. So um, he kicked the two goals. One was a gimme. Did a couple of all right things. Um, but yeah, you can't ask too much for him. First game, uh, I guess, at senior level. And I don't think at this stage he's going to be in line for a debut. Um, maybe later in the season, potentially as a downgrade option. 
Um, moving on to Geelong, so um, Maxi Holmes, he was arguably best on ground alongside this guy here in um, in Myers, aka Messi, and both of those guys finished with eight disposals, um, seven marks for Myers, and two goals. One, he was virtually everywhere. He was playing all over the ground. He was on the wing. He was through the middle. He was pushing forward inside fifty, taking marks, kicking goals, kicking goals on the run. Um, was really dominant. So uh, that was you know one of the big standout performances for the Cats. But Holmes more so in the fact that his role was predominantly off half back. So he was playing that distributor role where he was just running, running, carrying. He was hitting up targets. And again, much like Boyd, I guess, um, for Carlton, his kicking is an absolute highlight. And, you know, they want his decision-making. They want, you know, the ball in his hands virtually because magical things happen when that does happen. So Holmesy, I do like him. He's one to keep an eye on, I think, off the back of his role alone. Uh, performed it really, really well. Um, so keep an eye on him for the official preseason game to follow. Tanner Bruin, he... Uh, Played predominantly through the middle, almost full-time mid. Uh, 16 disposals, uh, two marks, two tackles. Um, I'm wary of this guy. I know, like, because he was, he just didn't get the time on ground to, um, you know, allow him enough time to, to do damage, super coach points wise. Um, so I wouldn't be looking at him as yet. Um, I think he's an awkward price as well from memory. Uh, Jack Bowes, he played again, much like Brun, played. A, Majority of time through the middle, uh, four tackles, contested work was was spot on. Um, but again, I don't know if you'd be much of a selection. I'd keep an eye on him for now, just in case. But uh, again, injury history, all that sort of stuff scares me away personally. Danger, so he rested the first quarter, I think it was. Uh, ended up kicking one goal too. Um, played more so up forward, but uh, had a bit of relief time through the middle as well. Uh, Zach Guthrie actually really impressed me playing that uh, halfback role as well. Uh, moved all over the ground and uh, yeah, he's one of the big improvers for the Cats, I must say. Um, Clark, the uh, highly rated junior um, who ended up playing one game last season on everyone's benches, no doubt. And he actually looked not too bad and a couple of mistakes. Uh, I think just in terms of trying to adjust to the speed of the game, um, but no doubt he'll pick that up in time. And I think he is in line for a round one, not debut, but lining up for round one onwards. And I think he will get bulk opportunity to be in the best 22 throughout the season or 23, including the sub. Dempsey actually looked pretty good. Uh, had a couple of nice moments and really had a nice, nice mark as well. Um, impressed at 11 disposal, six marks, but don't think he is relevant or even as a cash cow. Tom Stewart, you may see he had only 10 disposals, um, and three of those were from kick-ins. Didn't do too much. I think that's part of the reason being is because of the temperature, and I think the Cats were just rotating him, and they were rotating most of the team. I probably should mention as well, as I said, they were 20-minute quarters, um, but also, as you can see here, I'll highlight it, but they had 31 players that they rotated through their team, and Carlton had 24 from memory. Uh, yes, 24. So um, that's sort of no surprise, I think, given that. And I think with these first choice, you know, A graders for the Cats, they weren't pushing them too hard, especially considering the hot conditions. But 10 disposals, uh, one mark, didn't do too much. Um, pushed up to a couple of contests from memory, more so on the wing. Um, but again, didn't really have much of an impact. More so just as Liam and I spoke of in the Defender Premium episode, 
is like 2023, he was starting at the stoppages, um, but then as soon as the ball was bounced, was kind of spreading from there, providing options. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's going to be uh, much of a feature this season, despite the fact that, yes, they've said that he might play more mid-time, but I think if they are, that's probably the role that he will be taking, not as a traditional midfielder as such. So Manor, the uh, mature age recruit for the Cats, uh, he came on late. I think it would have been the third quarter from memory. He's only played the second half. Um, if that, maybe it might have been halfway through the third. So it might have only been a quarter and a half. But um, did a couple of nice things. Really nice kick. Um, and really built, as you'd expect, mature age player playing for Werribee uh, in the VFL. Um, he's, he's well built for, for senior footy. So no real worry there. Um, and ended up having a shot for goal, but ended up kicking a behind. But I think he will get a game for the Cats, so no worries there. O'Sullivan, the highly rated junior for the Cats uh, for the 20, from the 2023 draft, I think, from memory. He did a, a couple of okay things, um, but yeah, not quite up to speed as yet. Uh, Conway, another guy, and he started the first-choice ruck in the first quarter, and then when Stanley was injected into the game, quarter two, and then I think, from memory, Conway played majority of his time in quarter one and three, and Stanley in two and four. So they'll kind of interchange it between both of the guys. Hence the reason why, um, you know, the hit-out numbers are quite spread, and really they don't have too many uh, numbers in terms of stats. Uh, in terms of him being best 23, um, Conway, I think there is a chance, but uh, probably dependent upon matchup more than anything. Um the big old Oisin source, Oisin Mullen, didn't do too much, really didn't notice him at all. As you can see there, four handballs, didn't have much of an impact. I do like the look of this man here, um, Neil. Uh, not from a super coach perspective, but if you're a Cats fan, I'd be very, very uh, bullish about him when Hawk, uh, the Tomahawk retires. Um, you've got a ready-made replacement here. This guy is an absolute beast, um, ripping player. And that's pretty much it. And I spoke of Guthrie as well. He lasted 15 seconds uh, into the match and kaput, done. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Takeaways from the game, I think, in terms of defensive structure and matchup. Again, wait and see. Uh, hopefully, Williams can play for Carlton in their official preseason match uh, just to see how things, um, I guess, you know, even out uh, in terms of the roles for, for the likes of Boyd, Newman, uh, Williams. As I said, Doherty's going to be playing more time in the midfield, which probably frees up the likes of Newman and Boyd and potentially Williams and opens up opens up a bit of space there. But that's something to keep an eye on. Ollie Hollands could be a speculative pick, but don't think so. You, you have to be very brave with that. Uh, and for the Cats, keep an eye on Holmes. Um, keep an eye on... Bruin and Bose to a lesser extent, but uh, outside of that, you know, Clark, he's a gimme uh, in terms of rookies. And then, of course, uh, obviously Conway and Manor as well. But uh, yeah, looked all right. I uh, wouldn't be worried about Tom Stewart if any of those tuning in are owners um, like myself. So don't be worried. Hot conditions, reduced quarter length, all that sort of stuff. So that's pretty much it. That's the whole box and dice, ladies and gents. Um, next up, we will be um, delving into the next match sim, uh, which was, uh, in terms of what I've watched up next, uh, the Dogs up against the Hawks. Um, a few players there that are obviously very relevant for Supercoach. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll delve into that. Um, but aside from that, if you've, uh, you've enjoyed what we've produced over the preseason thus far, give us a like, give us a sub, 
Um, and uh, we'll be very appreciative of your support, as we are, as always, for any of you tuning in, whether it be via YouTube or audio podcast. Uh, and if you're listening to us on audio podcast as well, feel free to give us a review, a rating system, uh, whatever it is on Spotify, Apple, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, and if you do, you're an absolute legend. Uh, but aside from that, um, what you can look forward to next from Liam and I, uh, Liam and I will be reconvening uh, very soon, uh, potentially next week, because uh, Liam's had a little bit of time off after marrying his uh, his longtime partner. Um, well overdue, well earned. Um, and I've just been uh, twiddling away here watching uh, matches and uh, digesting stats, uh, analyzing all that sort of stuff, what we do best, what we love. But uh, yeah, we'll be releasing, uh, of course, our uh, team update or team reveal update um, to come up next. But uh, aside from that, if you have any questions, comments, if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to leave it in the comments section below. And likewise, if you're listening to us on uh, audio podcast, you can slide into our DMs on Twitter and yeah, we will help out any way we can. But aside from that, ladies and gents, we will uh, catch you in the next one. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 